What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Talking Baseball. We've got a fun conversation with the guys from Cespedes Family Barbecue. Let's do it. What's going on, everybody? Happy Memorial Day. We hope you're being safe, but having fun and enjoying yourself. Thanks for tuning in to Talking Baseball. My name's Jimmy. I've got Trevor Plouffe here. I've got Jake Storielli here, and we got producer BBD down in the corner. And we just wrapped up a fun conversation with Jake and Jordan from Cespedes Family Barbecue, now from Baseball Barbecue on The Ringer. And Trev, you had never, never met these guys before. We met them at winter meetings, had a blast, and, and had a lot of fun with them. But... uh you had never met him. Uh, are you were impressed by their wealth of knowledge? I was. I think they're good guys. I told you I had something special happen to me this morning, so I was already in a good mood. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think maybe that has something to do with it. But, you know, we got to talking with these guys, and they're just fun. I mean, they're baseball fans, um, and they, they kind of just – covered different things than we covered usually. So it was cool to like kind of take a break from – what we usually do and talk about the Dominican and D3 baseball and all sorts of crap. Yeah. Jake, uh, we, you mentioned on this, the episode we did with them at winter meetings where we really talked about nothing. We talked about a funny text exchange, but uh, this was uh, more baseball. Or baseball, right? Yeah, Jake? and I almost wanted to do that with them with the ringer stuff a little bit. Um, because I don't know if Trevor knows this, but there's an old story where Jimmy thought he was texting me, but he was texting Cespedes BBQ Jake, <laughs> and he basically shared all of our financial information. Um, and so that's a the Jake you just the Jake you just met was receiving these texts, and he's like, Wow, this this John boy guy, he's he's either flexing on me or I'm not sure what he's doing. Um, because I was like, that, It was a good whole, month, Jake. It was a good month, <laughs> yeah. That, so this is what that, we earned. That whole story is that whole story is pretty bizarre, but yeah, man. I mean, uh, I'm um genuinely happy for them to get involved with the ringer and uh i think the other thing is like we we share the same airspace but not at all man um and uh i i just it's it's one of those weird things that you know at at the end of the day when all this is said and done i i have no idea what my life looks like but i know if it stays in baseball like those guys will be around it at the end like they are just so passionate about this damn sport that I, uh, I unfortunately like them and I hate it. Wow. All right. Well, we are going to throw it to that interview, but before we do that, I've got to tell you about, um, the sad, whether you're working from home or you're working on your fitness, you want what you're listening to, to be what you're listening to, not what Jake Ronald Storielli is listening to. And everyone needs a great pair of wireless earbuds. But before you go dropping hundreds of dollars on a pair, you need to check out wireless earbuds from Raycon. You already know earbuds start at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market and that they, and that they sound just as amazing as other top audio They're brands. amazing. Amazing. And BBD, of don't course you I already knew that. Yeah, I've got a couple Raycon headphones because I thought I lost one earbuds. On, on our spring training uh, earbuds on our spring training trip. And uh, so I was like, oh, why? Enough you know, about BBD. Enough about okay. BBD. Their newest yeah, God model. God damn it, David. The, their newest model, the Everyday <laughs> E25 earbuds are the best ones yet. 
with six hours of playtime. It's like a double header. That's pretty good. That's pretty wow. good. Uh, seamless blue. I don't think you can watch Gandhi in full, but you can get pretty close to the end. Close. Seamless Bluetooth pairing, more bass. Hell yeah. And a more compact design that gives you a nice noise isolating lift. Uh, Trev, you don't know who the schmooze is, but I got it. I got to introduce you. Oh, to the no. I don't know who that is. He's this uh, radio host uh, in New York that talks like, like that. Like, Raycon's wireless earbuds are so comfortable. Perfect for conference calls or binging podcasts. Probably not going to listen to the schmooze if he talks like that. No. <laughs> it's the best. Unlike some of your other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet. <laughs> With no dangling wires or stems to distract anyone during video calls. You've heard me talk about how the company was founded by Ray J and celebrities like Snoop Dogg. Nope. And they're obsessed with Raycon. So pick up a pair and see what the hype is all about. Now's the time to get the latest and greatest from Raycon. Get 15% off your order at buyraycon.com slash baseball. That's buyraycon.com slash baseball for 15% off Raycon wireless earbuds. Buyraycon.com slash baseball interview. We are joined by two complete Sellouts, no, uh, two baseball <laughs> bloggers, uh, Jake Mint and Jordan Schusterman, a Cespedes family barbecue boys. Uh, we are we are so excited. To, well, let me start over. Me and Jimmy are so excited for you, and Trevor Plouffe is very nervous. So, how how are you guys? Oh, I feel great. Jake, it, uh, I guess trying to make sure that you can't tell what pitch he's throwing. Um, I, I've been preparing for this by mm-hmm. reading this book, mm-hmm. Moneyball. Okay. Oh. So you're up to... You, because I'm a, I'm a baseball fan. I'm a baseball fan, so I know every word. It's like have my you, Bible. Is Moneyball good? Does it age well? I don't like the movie, but, I, <laughs> but people get so mad at me when I say that. But the movie's not good. If we're going to all be honest with each other, the movie's not good. The movie's not good, but like we do need to take a step back and appreciate how insane it is that Brad Pitt is playing a GM in like a blockbuster film. Yeah, like that's a win regardless of how shitty the movie is. It's the worst thing that could have happened because Billy Bean already loves himself. Mm. And then you have Brad Pitt playing you in a movie and it's like, dude, that's a trump card for life. He's got it. That's true. That's true. Yeah, Rick Hahn. Rick Hahn can't say that. No. Don't <laughs> <laughs> break for Rick Hahn. Or the other, who's it. who's the other guy that was Jonah Hill played? Podesta, uh, right? Yeah, Bloody that's Podesta? it's kind of a tough one too. Yeah, Jonah Hill got awards <laughs> for that movie, and he like didn't even act. Like every line he gave was just like, yeah, just. He's got better stats than him, and just like in that voice, <laughs> they gave him an He's award. He crushed it. He's got the clench. That's crazy. Anyway, how are you guys doing, man? Congrats. Two other guys that that turned their baseball fanhood into a job. So that's a lot of people here. Trev turned his baseball skill into a job, so it's a little bit different. But uh, Mm. how long was this deal like going? Pretty uh, pretty exciting. Yeah, I mean, we don't have to go into the full backstory, but I can say that it stretches back a lot farther than when we announced it a few months or a few (laughs) weeks ago. Because, uh, yeah, I mean, we were like ready to roll right when... Everything 
was shut down. So we don't have to go hour by hour, but let's just say we were very close to announcing it when baseball was shut down. So it <laughs> kind of on Rudy yeah. Gobert day. Yeah. So it kind oh, of uh, no. threw, threw a wrench into our plans. Um, but we, you know, we, we, we kind of reconvened and, 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 put it back together and now we're, we're excited to finally uh, have a podcast again. i remember so. we first got contacted when we were in the dominican mm. when jordan was visiting me in the dominican republic and mm. we were like we heard that the ringer was interested and it was like oh well sure yeah great that's awesome i was into was your in content January. in the dominican i was i was i was following along especially when you guys went to like a fucking house party down there and i was jealous i was like dude there's nothing i'd rather be doing than partying you know like you guys look like you're like putting fireworks off in the street or some shit. Like mm -hmm. it was a, it was real deal. Like you guys were in it. Trevor, you could have gone down there and been an absolute legend. I don't know if you had ever had ball. It feels like that would have been the move. Yeah. I just, yeah. I mean, I, I kind of avoided it to be honest with you. There was a few times where I could have went down there, but to me, I valued the, I value the off season a lot. Right. So. No, that's fair. It's just yeah. weird in retrospect because like those insane Dominican games were the last baseball games we watched. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's kind of a we wish it out, you know, I appreciate them even more. What was the uh like I mean I think we had just talked to you at winter meetings, right, Jake? About mm -hmm. yeah. uh your time down there and you had the beard and everyone told you they didn't like it, but you've kept it. So I uh you know, congratulate you on your uh pridefulness in keeping the beard. Uh Thank that's you. awesome. You went back to the Dominican, right? After winter meetings? Yeah. So I was there for a total of about two months um, in a couple different chunks of time. Jordan came and visited me for about a week of that. Uh, I was there before and after the winter meetings. And like it, it was, I'm very lucky that I had the opportunity to do it. Um, we had like a bit of a lull in just the work that we were doing and I had the time to go. And it was so incredibly worth it and gave me a real the way the world works down there because like it's easy to be like oh the dominican is this lawless like free-for-all of baseball world and it is of that to an extent but like there are still real people running these teams and people are living and dying by it and just being amongst it gave me such a deep appreciation for there being baseball beyond just america didn't one team fire like four managers in the season or something like that? Well, of the six teams in the league, five of them fired their manager at one point during the season. How many of the fired managers got <laughs> like rehired within that. the league? None of them came back. My favorite one is that one team, the team that I was following the most, Escojito, fired their manager, who is Buck Britton. Zach Britton's brother. Oh, we met Friend Buck. of the pod. Yeah, Spent yeah. One of the yeah. best guys. Spent a lot of time with Buck. They fired Buck like a week before the postseason and didn't get a new manager until the first postseason game. So they just like brought a guy in to start managing the team in the playoffs. <laughs> and that was Luis Matos, believe it or not. Oh, wow. Wow. So Dude. it was – can you imagine – can you imagine a team like stumbles into the postseason and just has a new manager for like the game one of the ALDS? How many teams make the postseason out of the six? All of them? Four. Four of six make it. <laughs> and then and then they do a round robin of those four teams. And then the top two of that round robin move to the final. So, so was, there's like an 18 game playoff round robin. 
Damn. Was Buck's team the four seed? They were the three seed. So why'd they fire him? Like, it seems like that's decent. Yeah, like it. So he wasn't the manager to start the year. Oh. Jace Tangler. <laughs> Jace Tangler, well, of course he was the manager Tingler of the was. Padres, was down there managing this team and went eight and oh or eight and one or something got the Padres job and And left and he's like, I'm out (laughs) was the quality control coach and was like, I guess I got to do the job. Um, And so once Buck stepped in, the team kind of slid a little bit, not Buck's fault at all, just the ups and downs of baseball, but like they'll fire people in an instant. Like they will, the, the leash is so short and the way that the fans react to winning and losing, like if a team is on like a, a W two, the, the place is packed. If they're on a, a two-loss win streak or a two-game loss streak, no one's there. It's empty. That's crazy, man. I That's love wild. that. So Hear, hearing go. hearing another Jake talk makes my skin crawl. So, Jordan, how, how are you doing, man? Have you uh, – I mean, have you taken a step back and be like, my life has led me to doing backyard baseball games mm. and – this is heaven or are, like, where, where are you at? Cause I know when I, when I first moved to the city, great time to move to the city, by the way. Um, I actually, I sent other Jake a text and I was like, dude, we should, we should grab a beer. And as we yeah. just came off spring training mm-hmm. uh, and Trevor Plouffe was noting how notoriously gross me and John boy were, um, you know, oh all the, God. all the Corona stuff started and other Jake said something along the lines of, if you think I'm seeing anybody right now, you're out of your mind. Um, so I, I guess walk I was me early. through, I was early. Yeah. <laughs> walk, walk me through how you've been, I guess, since March and everything you guys have been doing. Cause we mm-hmm. we're all in this kind of same boat of like, <laughs> what do we do? And it's kind of where we landed. Right. Right. Well, it, it has been interesting. And I know that like the first, you know, we had the opening day MLB opening day at home where you're showing all these old games. And I know teams and, and MLB is still putting out all these old games. I only have so much of an appetite for watching old games. And so like the best part about all those games is that they are the worst game for the other team's fan. So yeah. it was like, obviously you're celebrating them for half the fans and then half these teams are like, why are, why do I have to relive this? Like, I know they were just showing game six, game six of 2011 last night. And it's like, if you're a Rangers fan, it's like, God damn it. Why, am I, why am I being subjected to this again? So there are kind of two sides to that, but you know, we're doing okay. I, I would, obviously you guys do a great job of, of still celebrating baseball without baseball oh, in, in all kinds of bizarre ways, but it's just finding ways that are, that are not watching old games and that's that's been the challenge for me but doing okay we so jake's been watching old games just as like you know at home on his couch watching old games i can't do that uh at all but we've been doing watching like just like an inning here and an inning there Mm -hmm. on we're calling it watching baseball and there's craziness and i kind of want to ask you this jake about the dominican like the game was played different if you watch a game from the 70s and 80s, it's a completely different strategy. Anytime there's a runner on first base, they hit and ran. Like, without question, right. they were hit and running. And in the 70s, late 70s, I would say I would say, 50% of bats, maybe that's high, maybe 40% of bats had a fake bunt in it. Like, just a showed bunt. Maybe they didn't bunt, but they showed it like nonstop showing bunt. And Jake and I were like, damn, this is really different. 
The games are two hours long, which I do kind of now appreciate that where people are like, the games are too long. I'm like, you know what? You kind of have a point. Those two hour games were quick, uh, but the bunting's crazy. What was it? Is the Dominican just slugfest, uh, you know, the two true it's, outcomes? No, dude, it's, it's the opposite. The Dominican is like half of old baseball. So it is a lot more small ball. A lot of the parks are huge and a lot of the parks are right on the water at sea level. So the ball doesn't carry it all. The, the all time record for home runs in that league is like 92 for a career. And it's Juan Francisco, which you guys will appreciate. He's like the Barry Bonds of the Dominican yeah. League. Um, so there's a lot more stealing, a lot more bunting. But on the other hand, games are there are even longer than MLB right now on average. And a big reason for that is the way that they use bullpens. So you have a 38 weekly roster and you pick a 28 daily from the 38. And so teams are just cycling through these bullpen arms all the time. And it leads to this bullpen carousel. And it's just mind numbing at times. Yeah. It, the game take forever. The one game that sticks in my head, I was the 13 inning game. It was like a one game playoff. It started at seven and it went so long that by 2.30 a.m. it had started raining and they had to postpone it for the next day. Like, I understand 13 innings is long. It shouldn't take until 2.30, 2.45 a.m. to play 13 innings. That's insane. Yeah. What is that, like seven hours? It was like yeah. a seven-hour game, yeah. Well, and also, like, you combine, like, the relievers aren't very good. <laughs> so it's like you have relievers <laughs> who aren't. It's a combination of that and the managers who are basically every day trying to not get fired. So it's like yeah. overmanaging pressing too many buttons and then other times. So yeah. It's, and they have, it's a, and it's they have replay. They have replay oh, there, but oh, it God. sucks. Like their replay <laughs> system there is not great. There is one replay thing there that you guys will love. So there's one field that doesn't have like the technology hookup to the main office. So the umpires keep an iPhone like oh, next, like behind home plate and, I saw them call like on an iPhone to get the ruling of the call. Hey, whatever. Works. I thought you were saying they were going to be videoing with the iPhone. I was like, no, please don't do that. Oh, that's um, what I was thinking. So they called someone who, how were they, how did they, or who did they call? They just called like the office, like the replay, like their version of Chelsea or whatever. Oh right. God. But instead of doing it with like the headphones and the hookup, they were just like, Siri, call you know that's crazy. i mean look our mlb's replay system sucks too so Got it might it might as well be an iphone there the, the, as long as it takes for those guys to can, you know decide if they're gonna be an out or not is ridiculous so i was gonna can't say be much worse we've had a lot of replays in i don't know how much kbo you guys have been watching but like i feel like they are faster with yeah. the replay but it's still a lot of the same problems like like they the same thing they bring it out and this you know but you know whoever gets to hold the the replay machine they they always they get their their time in the sun i love that i love that they're a star the every i start i got I, by the end of the season last year i would recognize each stadium's replay operator you know it's like oh there he is i wonder what his name is i'm gonna this is rude but there's only one that i remember and it's because it's a very portly guy with like a big beard and i'm like mm -hmm. you're so hot right now 
You just, you're like, that's, you have all this equipment on, you're fat, and you have like a beard and long hair. Like, come on, man. Like, this job sucks that's, for you. That's Jimmy's unit of measurement for people is how Sweaty. hot do they look right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's too, right. it's too hot. I, uh, I got to say, I, I think I'm a baseball snob because I can't watch yes. KBO. You are. I surely couldn't watch a winter league game. I'm not going to watch the minor league. All-star being, game. Being I just at, can't. I don't know what it is. I don't know what I'm it is. I'm the exact man. opposite, man. I'm the exact opposite. <laughs> yeah. These guys have I need a to D3 see, like, podcast. Going. Yeah. Yeah. Trevor, you're talking to the, the guys who are actively seeking out the worst forms of baseball and consuming <laughs> it to a degree that is God bless you guys. Certainly unhealthy. But no, but like I see that that's interesting though, because for you, I mean, is it is it just that you can tell the difference so much like is is it the quality is it that it's not that is that you're watching it knowing they're not the best players in the world like are you what is the the aversion i'm just curious for me I, yeah, go ahead trev and then i'll do my answer it i think it is that i can tell even if i'm watching like there's no way i'm going to tune into like a tigers orioles game either mm. oh wow no, so no offense he's, he's no offense right. to you like an orioles fan but you know, I want to see the best. Like I, like I said, yeah. I want to see like Kiermaier flying around in the outfield or Buxton or something like that. Like that's to me, that's kind of what it is. But um, right. CC Sabathia said in, the same thing on his show, so maybe it's you know it's, yeah. these guys watch. In games. saying that, I will watch a Little League World Series game. So oh, maybe I'm okay, just an good. Idiot. I'm I'm glad you can you can open up your heart to the. <laughs> to I the, do like oh, that. The eleven-year-olds from you know from Marietta, Georgia, who are you know kicking the shit out of the kids from Connecticut. Yes, that, that I, is that's my favorite hey, thing. Hey, <laughs> hey, we didn't. I, am I wrong? Am I wrong? Am I wrong? I love Did, the regional, like uh, I don't know, it's not called, not a bias, but like obviously okay. Texas, Florida, oh, California yeah. are just gonna go in and whoop on the northeastern yes. teams, and I yeah. love that. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna call Todd Frazier up. I'll kick your ass. <laughs> I don't Was think he you will. Hey, I've had a little scrum with old Todd Father. <laughs> you had a what, you had a brawl with Todd? I mean, we not just me and him, but oh okay. Yeah, it was one on one. White Sox. Todd's fine. Twins. Todd and I are great. Don't don't, I will don't, say, don't bring a Todd up in this. Between, Todd invited a big me difference between the teams from Jersey and the teams from. I went and watched Todd's son play flag football. So I mean, me and Todd are close friends. Oh. Oh. The uh the the Cespedes boys will, will like this. There there was a line in my interview questions for a while that I thought was a good question, um because we were talking about like Trevor Plouffe and Delman Young played baseball together at age twelve, and like mm -hmm. I think that's awesome, mm -hmm. like that's incredible. Um and I feel like I always got the speech from coaches that was something along the lines of like you know only one of you out here might be a major leaguer. And I don't know why my team always got that speech. Uh, turned out the coach was right. There were zero major leaguers. But I would I would like ask them questions like that or other guys that played with talented guys when they were young. And like Trevor and everyone else was like, no, man, nobody else got that speech. I think it was just you, little guy. <laughs> no, so it's because you're from Connecticut. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. The One day you, you could grow up and play with George Springer and <laughs> yes. that's it. Jeff Bagwell. I do think that was just like Jake's coach said that to him. I don't think yeah, that's what an a asshole. very common like thing. Um, coach was right. Let's let's not put him under the bus. Coach was right. Who was the one wait, major leaguer? Wait, ben Trevor. Trevor, if you if you played with Delman Young as a twelve year old, were you guys the two best players on the team? Yeah. 
he was he was for sure he was right. like a god back then you know he right. was just better than everybody and i probably was like yeah i mean i was yeah i probably i don't know maybe not but I you said they had then. a recruiter i, I grew they, in high school they had like yeah. a, a dude who recruited trev and delman to this like you know travel team mm. so they were like the hot commodities wow. yeah i mean yeah i'm on your I was high good, but I was notable small. alumni page now yeah jenny oh, dell Wow, this is oh. Rick Dempsey. I have his picture yep, on my right. bedroom wall. I love Rick. Oh, Trev's. Yeah, it's probably way more cooler than Pompa Rock High School. But we have Jenny Dell. We have a few big leaguers. We have Jenny Dell. <laughs> Jenny Dell. Katie Stevens. This is Middlebrooks? Whatever. Yeah, yeah Middle, exactly. Middlebrooks came back for uh, like uh, Thanksgiving and bought everyone shots at the bar, and everyone was like, ah, so excited about it. But Wait, but Trevor, so why do you like the Little League World Series? Because it's I, wait, I know. I know the answer here. Because I don't, I don't really know. Because you have some rooting interest. You root for California and Texas to beat the mm. shit out of the Northeast. Like I have so for <laughs> for KBO, the times are just bad. Like I'm not gonna wake up or do like we have a crazy right. day. If it if I had a TV in this office and KBO was on, it would be on the background easily. And that right. would lead to me making gifts of some weird shit that happens and I'd be covering it like normal. Right. But the CPBL that was bad baseball. Like I could, I was like, oh, this oh, is it's <laughs> bad baseball. I was like, you oh, this correct. is, this is not like, I tried to tune into a couple and I was like, oh, this is kind of like, nah, I'm not into this. It was just very can sloppy. I, See, can I give you guys a story of, uh, I almost went to Korea to play. Okay. Here we go. So I'm in Lehigh Valley rotting away my last year in professional baseball. And this guy approached me and said, Hey, like we got a spot. We're probably going to release this guy. Do you want to come play? So I'm like, look, I don't know. Like, come, let's talk about it. This guy came and, and talked about it. And I had, I was like, I got a few questions for you, man. I'm like, I'm like, how's the quality of baseball? I said, and shoot me straight. You know, like, I know you're like part of the league, but like, tell me what it really is. And he said, it is between triple a and the big leagues. And immediately I knew he was full of shit. And so my follow-up question to that was, well, why do these guys who kind of like flame out in the lower minors go over there and become monsters? And he tried to like give me some explanation for that. It was a bad one. And um, I was like, look, I'm, I'm interested. Like, you know, so like get back to me. Like we'll talk, we'll, we'll have like another meeting about it. And he ended up like kind of saying like, look, we think we're going to go in a, a different direction. So I got like shut out. Of Damn. Video. And what's funny is, like, two weeks after that, I was back in the big leagues. So <laughs> it was like a big fuck you to that guy. I think the KBO is between, like, I we've been watching a decent amount of it. I think it's between double and triple A. It's definitely not between triple A and the big leagues. That's what is there, is, there is a level of physicality in the KBO that blows away the CPBL. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the biggest difference is just the pitching. Like, you really are not yeah. seeing anything above 91. There, there, You'll go whole games without seeing above 91. You really don't see anything above, like, 145 kilometers an hour. <laughs> are you guys, like, well-versed in that? Like, do you see 145, 130, and you're like, oh, that's that? No, yeah, no I have a little – I have a chart on my phone. Yeah, I've, I, <laughs> nice. I've gotten pretty used to it. But you can just tell, like – you know, it you it's also the style of the of the pitching too, yeah. um, and that's true in 
most of the leagues in Asia. Like it's just, it's a whole lot of junk, which is great. But it's it's we had we had Shane Spencer. I want to get into this conversation about like why Jordan and I like bad baseball. I think this is interesting, right? I think part of it is we grew up in the DC area. I played competitive travel ball. Competitive travel ball in the DC area, we would get wiped by anyone from Southern California, like eight (laughs) times over. Right? I grew up an Orioles fan in the two thousands. We sucked always, right? So I think for me, the joy of baseball, I was kind of forced into finding joy in the crap in a way, okay. right? And because of that, that has kind of got me to this point now where I'm waking up most mornings to watch KBO. Jordan and I do a podcast about Division Three baseball. Right, exclusively just yeah. division three and we yeah. love oh, every, hey, every little it. bit of it yeah. wait hold on about like, about d3 uh yeah. producer bbd i'll get you back on screen he covered a d3 school right bbd didn't you say that, that i've like, worked i've worked at i well i went to a school in the centennial conference and we will I know worked it. At another school in the centennial conference i went to her sinus college oh and my I worked god at Franklin Dude, and we gotta talk about did you, stan did you, exeter we gotta talk about alex mummy ah. Well, Dude, so BB- I mean, you're older than Alex Mummy. Like I Amazing. know, I know BBD. him. BBD. Hey, Tr- Trevor Plouffe. I just want to have the opportunity to tell a former major leaguer about Alex Mummy. This okay. kid was incredible. Oh my goodness. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Um, Alex Mummy, shout out, baby. There so, go. so BBD told us at one point, like, <laughs> no, like, didn't you say the players listened to their D three podcast and like they're? Oh, well, I it. said I listened to it. I, okay. When I saw it existed. What like, percentage of the D three listeners are the players in the D three like players? It's players, coaches, families. You know. Okay. So like, that's a lot of parents. A on that, like six hundred to a thousand listens a week, depending on what it is. Yeah. I mean, there are three hundred and eighty. D three schools, right? That's what I was going to ask. Like, how many? Like, how do you cover that? Like, is there enough to cover the three hundred eighty? Seems oh, like a lot to me. That's way more than I thought. Is there enough? It's too much. <laughs> where do you even? Where do you? Even I start? thought there was going to be like ten or fifteen schools you guys cover. Three hundred and eighty. Who's a D three graduate or that is now on a big in a big league farm oh. that you guys are like he's cracking a roster soon? All right, Jordan Zimmerman is and Billy Wagner are the two best D3 players of all time. Okay. Um, the guys now, J.P. Fireisen, Yankee, Yankee legend, guy. buried at AAA yeah. for no reason. Mm. Free J.P. Fireisen. Oh, I had a homer off him at AAA. Oh, yeah. Wow. you went, There you go. I went big fly off him, too. That yeah. was fun. I think I might have clipped him, too, yeah. <laughs> there's, a D, there's a D3 I kid who's going to get picked in the second round this year. Named Nick Garcia, he's like a gonna be like a cop round guy. He's at uh, he's at a he's at Chapman University, Trevor. You could have gone to Chapman and won. Multiple Chapman's a really good pro- I, I yeah, Chapman's a really good program. I know about Chapman. Okay, yeah, there you they go. won the national championship. That's the last one to year. know about. Um, there's yeah. a guy named Lake Backer in the Padres system, who's pretty legit. Guy named Tommy Parsons in the mm. who made the Cardinals top thirty list. I mean, usually it's pitchers, not hitters, because making the adjustment from seeing 86 to 96 usually doesn't make the leap. But if you're a pitcher and you go to a smaller school and you grow four inches and gain 10 miles on your velo, like that's going to play. Right. Yeah. Even if you're bullying kids, Dude, we're, we're, to we're going to homework. We're going to see so much more talent at these universities because you know, the three year rule at D one sucks. 
Yeah. Yeah. You know, make it four years at least. Like, let guys get their degree. If that's what you want, like, let them get their degree. But when there's three years, it's absolutely pointless. And now, especially with the shorter draft, like, guys are going to say, I'm going to go to JUCO. I'm going to go to a D3, whatever program. And I'll be there for six months and then I'll become a free agent. D3, you got to wait, though. Is D3 also? Three years. Oh, yeah. Oh. It's the worst of both worlds, baby. No (laughs) scholarships. (laughs) No scholarships. And you got to wait. So yeah. Juco, Juco will Juco, be the one that takes all the Juco's talent. Juco's about to rake in the talent that yeah. from this bizarre draft. Oh, that's no. tough. Are you guys, yeah. is there like a D3 school that you're more well-versed in than an MLB team? Like, do you know more about a the uh, best well, D3 school than like the, uh, let's see, Padres? No, no, no. We'll, well I we'll can go, say, like, okay, not major league, but like more than D1 schools. Easily, like even the best D1 programs, I, I definitely might, know more about. I might know more. Well, we know more about our own schools. Yeah. Like where we went, like and where I played. Like I know more about that program than I do about the Tigers. Oh, how's your Tommy John recovery going? Oh, it's going all right. Here you go. Ooh, You're going to get the stitches on there? No, that's so tacky. Okay. Exactly. Tacky. That's your that's your brand. Tackiness and awfulness. <laughs> How- <laughs> Sorry, that switch up again. Jake on Jake Prime. Jeez. I don't do well with other Jakes. Um, hey. And I, I think long story short, MLB Network, if you're listening, which we know they are, uh if if you guys don't get some strange baseball and travel Andrew Zimmer type show at some point, um mm. it's it's a sin to the baseball gods. Um, and so Trevor, as you're finding out, these two guys are sickos, um, and in their separate ways as well. And normally I wouldn't do this and, and, and put them on the spot, but I know they'll have stuff and it also puts you on the spot, but boys, as, as you know, we dug through the Cespedes Twitter pipeline a little bit to find any Trevor Plouffe. And we did find, you know, there was an opening day, Trevor Plouffe lined out. We missed Slander. that, which, which again, I mean, line we out, hey, you hit the ball yeah, hard. Hey, you hit it. Yeah. You hit it. Well, Perfect. that's what he said. What, Trevor was like, yeah, what, line, line out's nice. <laughs> what other memories do you guys have as Trevor Plouffe? Cause I do know, you know, Jordan, you have some minor league sicko qualities and you guys are just mm. baseball sick P general. So, and it, what do you have on Trevor Plouffe before he comes back at you? Oh boy. Uh, well, I would say that in, if we're talking like, if, again, someone comes up to me with a gun and says, name an early 2000s Minnesota twin, you're probably one of the first three people I name. Like if All we're, right. if, if, and you can't say Joe Maurer, I'm probably saying Trevor Plouffe pretty quickly. And yeah, mm-hmm. your name helps. I'm remembering Plouffe a lot more easier yeah. than I'm remembering the name Scott Baker. I'll do respect to him. Um, but yeah, I mean, you and Kevin Slowey, who we've been fortunate enough to become friendly with uh, over the last few years, are just way up there on those rankings. So I'll I really have—I got no beef. I mean, we'll we'll show you what we what we said about you more slander on our website when we were in college. But other than that, An you insane know, claim. I really have—I really have nothing, really nothing bad. If you say Trevor Plouffe, I think about the twenty-eight double plays he grounded into to lead the league in twenty fourteen. That's your that's his black ink, right? Yeah, yeah, black ink. It is. You know who else led the league in double plays? Hit into Albert Pujols. Albert Pujols. Miguel Cabrera. Yeah, some of the greats. Just means you hit the ball hard. Trevor, I, 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 let me, let me make a point though, because (laughs) there are like I'm not. There are so many baseball players, right? Like there are so many, and when you're like covering the league, 
they just kind of run together at a certain point, right? And yes. you never know down the road who you're going to end up on a podcast with and who you'll never, ever think about again. And it's like total chance, right? I'm sure if I had gotten the opportunity to have a conversation with you in 2011, I'd be like, oh, Trevor Plouffe, like he's interesting. Like he's not just your typical baseball dummy, right? But like at the time, I don't know the difference between you and Josh Willingham's personalities, Hmm. right? Like how, how would I ever know that, right? And it's just so funny that like you fast forward and then Trevor Plouffe, like he's part of the gang. That I feel like you're leading me into like something where you're like, hey, I wrote this horrible thing about you. Read, read, <laughs> no. Trev, read Trev the headline of the article. He'll love it. I'm in the dark here. Yeah. You're not. <laughs> the timing of it is also very key, I would like to say. Okay. Here, wait, Jake, do you have it? Do you want it? me to read it? As the I mean, clean, 2011, I was. You, you got the byline. So. As, the, uh, as, okay. the cle- yeah. as the cleanest guy in baseball, Trev. Here we right. go. The this was, what is this, Jordan? August 15th, 2013, I think. Mm. All right. Headline, players who took steroids by Jake Mintz. <laughs> there is a problem with baseball. It's not the new CBA. It's not the Angels bullpen. And it's not the fact that there is an alleged rapist pitching for the Tampa Bay Rays. I assume I'm talking about Josh Lukey. Yes. No, the enormous problem with baseball right now is dergs. Here are some buzzwords you need to know about dergs. Buzzword, biogenesis. Biogenesis is a group of scientists (laughs) working together to uncover biological secrets from the Bible. That's a good joke. (laughs) That's pretty good. Um, Buzzword, HGH. HGH obviously stands for Hugh Grant's head, which can be found by clicking here. Links. Link to Hugh Grant's head. Link. It's a link joke. Okay. 50 buzzword, 50 game suspension. When rappers 50 cent and the game are kept in suspense by the rap community about their feud. Hmm. Okay. Anyway, so here light. are the players who so took steroids, according to me. Miguel Cabrera, Clayton Kershaw, and Trevor Plouffe. <laughs> oh my God. What? <laughs> under, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> under each guy, I got a picture of them as like, a high schooler and a picture of them in the big leagues. And I was like, look how much bigger they are now must be steroids. <laughs> Except I obviously, you know, like I didn't find a picture of you in high school. Like I, I did with like baby Miggy and baby Kershaw. So I posted a picture of a fetus and a picture of you. <laughs> and I wrote, take a gander at how much bigger Ploof looks in the second picture. <laughs> he grew significantly since he was in the womb, which means steroids. Also, his facial expression in the second picture is suspicious. I would give him 50 games for steroids, 25 games for lying, and 10 games for ploofing. Oh, my <laughs> Classic. Now, Unreal. I, I have to say, why, as, as, as the person who was editing, J- editing Jake <laughs> at the time, I don't know why we singled you out. I really have no idea. I'm curious like how I got lumped in with Kershaw the, and Cabrera. That's great. Ploof's yeah. a great name. It's, re- it's really that simple. Maybe oh you had a hot gosh. week and we were like, do you want to, do you want to rebut these allegations, Trev? I mean, as I've stated many times on this podcast, I'm the cleanest guy in baseball. Did have... you get bigger since the womb? <laughs> True or false? Yes or no? Yes I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to say that's affirmative. Yeah. Steroids. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I guess, I, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. 
Jake's taking steroids. They might have to retroact and, and just suspend me 50 games. That'd be Do cool. It. That'd be good people for the People still pod. think I'm playing. So they, I, I think I should just, people still think I'm playing. I'm not officially retired. I didn't like turn the paperwork in. Should I just go get suspended? Like for oh, no reason? No, Trevor, it's actually, roster. Trevor, it's like the Michael Jordan uh, conspiracies about how he was secretly suspended for gambling. You were actually secretly oh. suspended for oh, the last Oh yeah, few let's years. start that. That's the That's only sick. reason. I like that. After they read Jake's post and they were like, <sighs> but for something cool, not steroids. Like I got suspended for like espionage or something mm, like that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's how you're breaking like, all the stories. Yeah. That's a great. That's a great question. If, if if a major leaguer was involved in some sort of like extremely secret spy mission that was like mega crazy illegal, would they also get suspended but from baseball in addition to like going to jail for fifty years? You're talking about but- Mo Berg, and he was a loser. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> no! Uh, it's yo, so. Yeah, I, I won't do the whole thing. Uh, but Jake and I have a history podcast. We did a whole season on baseball, and my brother produces it. And he wrote this whole, you know, on the Mo Berg story. Mo Berg was a baseball. He's a catcher. He gets, oh, we know Mo Berg. He gets don't, drafted. Don't act like we don't know Mo Berg. But Trev might not. He gets drafted. He becomes a spy in World War II. Tries to assassinate Hitler and all this stuff. Um, oh, awesome! Good like, for him. Uh, they sent baseball players to Japan with Babe Ruth and stuff, and they sent Mo Berg, who was a shitty catcher, and he was like doing spy stuff. But. Uh, Jake and I, we didn't mean to, but we were just reading the story on our history show and it ended up, we just ripped this dude apart. Um, and it was like the meanest Moberg episode can, ever. Can we say though, we Moberg th- is a Jewish baseball icon. Okay. That is icon. one thing. Also but the do worst. You also, do you also remember, <laughs> do you also remember the Moberg experience that we had? Yeah. So Jake. when we were Cooperstown, we got like a tour of all the special artifacts in the basement. And one of the things that they brought up to, to show us was Mo Berg's cup. Wow. <laughs> Why is Mo Berg in the Hall of Fame? He's well, a hero, every... Jim. Well, he didn't actually do anything. <laughs> oh my God. No, so the <laughs> get ugly. The article what a was sad hill Unreal. Unreal. Mo but Berg here's I, I need to I need to let everyone know where this stems from. Moberg knew like five languages. So he thought the other team knew his signs. So he started writing the signs down in Sanskrit to give to his shortstop. And me and Jake were like, fuck this dude. <laughs> like, imagine being the shortstop. Like, dude, I don't know Sanskrit. You can't talk to John me. John Morosi. John Morosi and Mo Berg would be the same person if you just flipped the eras. It's <laughs> crazy. So anyway, um, I don't know how we landed on Mo Berg or where we were to start. We always that. do. But we Trump need to Trump make Trump a plan where I get suspended from yeah. baseball. Like that's yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you try to like, be if, big for the brand? If you do something that is suspension worthy, but you're not an active player, can they still be like you're suspended? I think so. Like if you throw at someone and then admit it. Like maybe if you threw at Jake, like you set something up. Throw at Jake said yes. I threw. I him threw at him on purpose. Mm-hmm. That's at least eight games for sure. Mm. Should I just yeah. go fire my gun off in my garage like a certain? <laughs> Whoa. Whoa! That would Jeez. also probably get you a few games. Yeah. I would Jeez. Well, that gets it's you. Sweet. That gets hey, you. Yankees 50, fans. That gets you fifty games, a hell of a contract, in a World Series. Mm. Tweet at uh, tweet at MLB and say I shot my gun in my garage. No, don't do that. We hey, it also gets you, Blaber Torres. So let's relax, bud. Yeah. I think Trevor Plouffe is a spy. That's great. Okay. I think oh, Trevor Plouffe is a spy. I think Trevor Plouffe is a spy. Yeah. 
I actually work for Rob Manfred. Oh, damn, yeah. Uncle Bob. That sucks. Have you um have have I you guys Robert. have you guys been able to get yourself excited about any baseball stuff? Um, my one thing that I kept running into was like, if we do this shortened season, is that like. I don't know. Half the league will be up for MVP because anyone can put half a season together. Well, so I, you're talking I, about an Orioles fan and a Mariners fan here. So, like, are the oh, are the Mariners? Baby, making you guys really push? do like bad baseball. This <laughs> is tough. So, as if a shortened season happens, I mean, or yeah. either of you like, hey, roll the dice. We can be good for we can be good for eighty games. I'm. I'm honestly going to be more intrigued by the teams that are supposed to be good that just have like a seven game losing streak and have to tank. I think that's even funnier <laughs> than the bad teams that end up in the postseason. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't know how the draft order is going to work next year. Uh, I don't know if they're going to use the There's not going to be baseball Jordan, next year. That was the most Jordan Schusterman answer of all time, which yes. is how basically the question is, how no, do you but, feel about a shortened season? And you're talking about the draft order for. No, no. He asked me, he asked me, what, do I want my bad team to be good? And that is very much related to the draft order. Oh so, my God. I mean, that's such a, that's such this a bad team mentality. Like the first thing you thought of is, what draft pick? I haven't thought about a Yankees draft pick in my entire life. <laughs> okay, let me answer the real question. It's cool, kid. Well, no, 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 no. Listen, listen. I would love, of course. I want the. I when they were thirteen and two last year, I was like, hell yeah, let's go to the freaking playoffs. Who gives a shit? So you know why not? No. Okay. Yes. To answer your question. I want the Orioles to have like two hot weeks and like Anthony Santander is like the MVP and we sneak in like, yeah, I want that. There's a better chance of doing it now than there is next year or the year after. Like, give me that. But again, now, I also sense say the this. fear from these Yankees fans. This right. Is the They're thing. a little nervous. Oh, yeah. They thought they had it locked up and over in 162 game season, they did have it locked up. And anything to mess with those odds makes them like kind of move in their chair a little bit. No, they're this all morning, healthy Let now. me say this. They're all healthy. I was watching ESPN and they had some hockey guy on and he was talking about how he doesn't want like the sanctity of the Stanley cup to be tarnished. Right. Like he doesn't want the, there to be like a shortened BS playoff that reduces it. And I'm the opposite. I don't care. We're living in extraordinary times. Just everyone will know forever that this world series, whoever wins it will just count a little differently. And that's fine. We don't need to not have a season because of that. Well, if they went to that, like the like six week round Robin that got talked about and the executive was like, give me mm-hmm. six weeks. We'll put on a show that I would have been very hard to guy. swallow. Like that, that. that's not a world series that, but if they get 81, 82 games in, it definitely is in my opinion. Do you, can we, I want to bring it back to something here. Yeah. Do you remember? This is really funny. We went down to spring training. Mm-hmm. We went to Orioles camp. The first thing we noticed was they had great Wi-Fi speed. Which oh my really God. Nice it was the best. Amazing Wi-Fi. Yeah. Second You're thing welcome. we noticed. Well yeah. run. Second thing we noticed, which is in retrospect, hilarious, is they were practicing uh, catching fly balls oh with God. extreme crowd noise. Mm. And now obviously that's funny for two reasons. One, they're the Orioles. They're not going to be playing in the playoffs where the crowd is going crazy. And two, we're not even going to have 
any fucking fans in the stands now. It's kind of funny. They, Trevor, they, you, they plan, you plan for greatness. Did you not watch The Last Dance? Okay, oh young MJ goodness. with the young Bulls. Okay, he's treating it like they're in the championship, yes. as he should be. And that's how you plan to be great. If you're on a shitty team in spring training, you're just going to mail it in in March? Yes. They knew. When, you're, when, look, when your franchise is like, look, we're not going to fucking try, you don't think the players know that? Of course they do, but you're still going to do the drills. <laughs> Not but, with the uh, crowd noise. You don't need the crowd noise. That's egregious. You, and you, you think the crowd balls. noise is eyewash? <laughs> the crowd noise is kind of eyewash, too. Yeah, but but they were having a – like, when we went down to field level and they were we got a view of it there, they were all having, like, a blast doing it. Although I do remember there was one second baseman who fucked up and Hyde was like, all over them, but you couldn't hear what Hyde was yelling because they were blaring crowd noise. So in that moment, I think that second baseman was probably like, thank God for this noise because I don't want to I was going to say, I was going to say, that also could be part of the strategy. It's like, we're the Orioles. We might be screwing up some of these drills. Let's make sure that our manager can absolutely lay into our players and no one can hear it. They said it Maybe. They said it started in, it, Buck started it in like 2015 mm. after that. When they were winning more games than anyone. So, you know, it works both ways. Yeah. Oh man, that in retrospect, just think about how fucking hilarious that is that they were practicing with the crowd noise. Now we literally have zero people. Yeah. <laughs> now they're gonna you have to what? practice without any noise. You'll be laughing when it's November and Camden Yards is jumping. <laughs> jumping. Jumping, yeah. Whoever's Are there gonna there. be a concert gonna... there or something? He doesn't say they're hosting some event. <laughs> Billy Joel at Camden Yards. Hey, so when you guys get the ringer deal, were they like you need to drop the Cespedes. Did you guys fight for the no. Cespedes? No. Look, it's already confusing enough. We already have to explain the name enough, and we still do, right? But we're, we, I, we were more than happy uh, to simplify. Baseball, also, barbecue. Like, it it kind of separates it from our old podcast, which was, you know, the Cespedes Family Barbecast. <laughs> and now they're very two different entities, and that's how we want it, because this new podcast actually sounds good. And is produced by a professional. That's nice. And the first episode was all about baseball brawls and probably mm-hmm. something we have in common because I've been doing all these old breakdowns and a lot of yes. the requests I get are brawls. I didn't get to listen to to your episode yet, but do you highlight, do you just talk in general or do you highlight a few? Yeah, we, we picked our top five and I have to say, we tweeted out a video of the fifth one. I don't know if you've done a breakdown of this one. I know you've, I'm sure you've done the Yankees Orioles. No, and of I, course. Batista, no, I, the but, one you're talking about is when the two batters in the box. Yes. So I did all the research necessary for a breakdown on that. There's not enough video components for me to think it's worthwhile. So I'd have to like put a picture on the screen because it's the mad Hungarian. It's only like a minute. Yeah. yeah it's not it's long. Like a minute. Did you guys research what happened? So for anyone that doesn't know, I, I mean, I, I did like three, these old breakdowns, they take me forever because I do all this research. I did like mm-hmm. three hours worth on this. And then I decided like, I don't know if I can, put this together in two minutes. The mad Hungarian, Jake, I tweeted him at you because he would start with his back to the pitcher and then bang his glove together like the wild thing and then turn. So this batter on the, who was the batter? Uh, Uh, Bill Madlock. Bill Bill Madlock. Madlock. Bill Madlock would step into the box and wait. And then he'd have to wait for the mad Hungarian to do his thing. So he's, as soon as the mad Hungarian turned around and got on the mound, he stepped out just to fuck with him. So then the Mad Hungarian, he steps back in the box. Mad Hungarian turns his back again and does his whole like intimidating thing. 
the dude steps out again and the, uh, and the ump is now mad at everyone. Like, get in the box, get in the fucking box. So he pitches, he just calls it a strike and then he gets ejected. And then the next guy is like, comes up. It's crazy, but it all stems from fucking with the mad Hungarian. That one was wild. Yeah. So that was one that like, I did not immediately come to mind that we figured we had to highlight, but yeah, it was just, it was the whole thing. It was, it was, we did some specific ones and just like everything we like about it. Um, we talked to Amir Garrett, which was fun. And then this week we did a home run derby episode. So, uh, that is, uh, obviously something that very, very, you know, red meat as they say, pretty obvious, but we're pretty excited to, you know, talk about home runs. So, so great, greatest had, home run uh, derby. Who mm, comes to your yeah. mind, Trev? Like if you think a home run performance, I think everyone's going to have a very, like, you know, one's going to go to the top. Do you have a guy? I'll be honest with you. I don't love the home run derby. Um, but yeah, obviously everyone's going to think Josh Hamilton. And then right. you have to always tell people he didn't even win the home run derby. Yep. Justin Morneau, friend of the pod, won the home run say. derby. Wow. Yes. But I'll tell you well, what I love. I'll tell you what I love. Mm-hmm. And you guys, like people are going to talk crap about him, but he is my, my buddy. Ryan Braun put on a show and the BP pitcher for Ryan Braun was no one. It was none other than our agent, Nez Bolello. What? Yeah. Wow. So, um, Nez. Big day a, for Nez Bolello. <laughs> yeah. Big, so he's, he's, he's great. Uh, been an agent for a long time. He's at CAA now, but he started out, he's a baseball player. He played in the Braves organization and was like a youth coach and had like a facility and all this stuff and parlayed that into becoming an agent. But like, I don't know if, if a lot of people know that he's out there. He throws the best BP, like the best BP. I, I think I got drafted as high as I did because when we would do these workouts for, for teams, like he would throw me BP and just knew, he just knew how to find the barrel. Like, mm. That's what he did. Those are my favorite we stories went, of the home run derby is the BP. We went back. So I, I went back and compiled data on the last 10 years, just since 2010 of every single thrower in the derby and can't just found some great stuff. Did you yeah. know Yadier Molina threw to Matt holiday in the derby? Like he was his yeah. thrower and he wore a glove. He's like, <laughs> has like a glove in his glove hand. How are the Cardinals letting that happen? Yeah. yeah, the catchers catchers always throw the best BP. I know, but Yanni. not the guy. Former catchers throw <laughs> the best BP. Yeah, not your peak Yadier Molina. Oh, that's great. That another another good one is Brian Dozier gets in the Derby. It's mm. at Target Field in front of everyone, and then he picks his brother, which yes. is awesome. Except that Clay couldn't find the strike zone. It was a yeah, really well, tough home run Derby. Like we had last year, Matt Chapman's dad, oh, yep. just totally yep. ruining it for him. Like that was cool, but but you know, there's also a, a long history of of picking your dad and then winning. Cano, so his dad Harper, do right? some, do some decent BP. Obviously, Jose Cano was pretty good. It's um, such a better story. Like, I would rather have my dad out there, and like we have that forever, than like some random like dude that just throws good BP. Like that, I told Dozier that. I told Chappie that too. After. I was like, dude, that's, right. who who gives a shit? Like, you're right. in the home run derby, and your right. fucking dad was throwing you BP on like a huge stage. It's amazing. Well, so, no, it's jo- so true. Josh had, Hamilton's yeah. guy. There was a story on Josh Hamilton's guy, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I, this is from my memory of back then. 
but I believe he always started BP with just having Josh Hamilton like hold his bat out like vertically and he would throw the first ball and just nail the bat like right there. It's like, where do you want it? And he would hold his bat still and he would just hit it and then they would go from there. I think Hamilton's guy was his American Legion coach in high school or something crazy like that. Yeah, yeah it was we, some we, high school coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had Hoskins on who was in the Derby in DC and like did low key super well. And he was talking about how he picked like this Phillies infield coordinator who he had taken hours and hours and hours of ground balls with in the minor leagues. And he was like, yeah, like this guy means something to me and he throws the best BP. Right. Yeah. So I, I, but I, I get Trevor's point, but at the same time, it's like, if you want to win, you do kind of have to have that part of it nailed down. Well, now that it, you it win, a, now you, part. Yeah, now that you win a million dollars, it's like, all right, well, <laughs> maybe dad, you know, well, Pete Alonzo, right. Making more from the dad, derby. Than dad, why don't you stay on the couch and I'll give you 250 K instead. <laughs> Dad starts spiking one because they're in negotiations over how much he gets out of it. You know, that'd be funny. Um, yeah, yeah. What percentage do you give to dad for throwing mm. beeps? If you win a million, I don't know. It's gotta big be, hug. gotta be a big, a big chunk of that. Well, that's exciting. Really big hug. But yeah, so Homer Derby's fun. So that's, so you obviously should go check out. A lot of, a out. lot of Griffey talk. Oh yeah. I'll, I'll tell one quick yeah. Griffey thing that I absolutely loved was, he wins the Derby in 94 and in 98, the Derby's in cores and the Mariners like are playing the night before the Derby in Texas. And Griffey's like, I don't want to do the Derby. Like I'm going to be tired. I don't want to do it. He comes out for the workout day in 1998, the morning, Monday morning and gets booed by the fans for not doing the Derby changes his mind an hour before the Derby asks if he can be in it. They say yes. And then he wins it. Did someone get, but none of the fans, none of the fans knew that he was going to be in it. So could you imagine like Ken Griffey's the most popular baseball player of all time. And you're some random schlub in Denver coming to the Derby and Griffey's like, not going to do it. And you're like, Oh, whatever. And then they announce him and then he wins for the intros. Yeah. That's, that's pretty cool. Like, who got huge. booted? Did someone get booted? Cause that person can be like, well, no. I would have won, but Griffey took my spot. No. Cause back in the day, they like, they fluctuated the number of it every year. Like they didn't really care. It was just kind of like who wants to be in it. So they just went from nine to 10. Do you like the new <laughs> but, format? I think the best change baseball's made recently is the home run derby change of the format. Dude, Cause yes. it is, it makes a huge difference. And going back and watching the old ones, even watching the Hamilton one, which is amazing. Like I, 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 I timed it how long Hamilton's round takes from first pitch to lat his 10th out when he hits 28 homers. It took 22 minutes. Wow. Vlad Jeez. Jr. hit 29 homers in like four minutes, like four, four <laughs> real minutes. And it's like, well, okay, this is obviously better. Like there's, yeah. there's no, yeah. I mean, there, there are elements of it that, you know, maybe it builds with, with more breaks in between, but it's so much better now. It's un, undeniably a better system. Trev, yeah. who would have been your home run derby pitcher? Would it have been Nez? I don't know. Dude, a million dollars at stake is a lot different than just like, <laughs> hey, let's let's run the home run derby and see what happens. I get like a fucking trophy back in the day. A million dollars is different. I probably would have had Nez, yes. Or like, you know, someone I was comfortable with like in the organization, but... You know what I want? I want someone to okay. choose their son to pitch them. Like Cecil Fielder has fourteen-year-old Prince throwing BBs down the middle. That's that's when that happens. I'll be excited. Imagine winning with your fourteen-year-old son pitching you. 
That'd be awesome. We'll dream. Yeah. We'll dream. That's a dream I have just I, in my dream bank. I will say I was on the back burner in 2012. They approached me like, hey, there's a possibility wow. you could be in the home run derby. Because I like was going off at that point. Um, that was the year it was in, uh, in Kansas City. That would have been horrible. That's a, t- <laughs> that's a tough place for a home run derby. Fuck. But what happened? Did they, did I someone got, just snag the spot, Trev, and you didn't get it? I was like, backup, 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 you know, like, yeah. I'm, I was a scrub, All dude. Right, I was Prince, average. You know that. Prince Fielder, Joey Bats, Trumbo at his peak, Beltron on dude. the Cardinals, Carlos Gonzalez, McCutcheon, Kemp, and Cano. This is your Cano hit zero and got booed. <laughs> Didn't he win? Where the would next you year? where would you have finished? Where would he, you have finished in, in that derby? He won the year before in Arizona. Okay, I don't know, man. I think a home run derby is not always about like the best hitter or even the strongest guy. Some guys are just some guys can just put him in the CCBP. Anyone that Trevor wins, Blue. like you know, Judge can win this every single year, but he's not going to do it again. He wants a quick million dollars. 2012 Trevor Plouffe, from the start of the season to June 15, 44 games, 39 starts, 14 yabos. Oh yeah. Don't, yeah. don't, don't come out here with your scrub lines, because I've I'll out scrub you every day. Sounds like a backup, 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 backup home run derby contestant to me. <laughs> Can I, I have uh, this for the Wikipedia yeah. page on this year's derby? Yeah, yeah, like, add it. Trevor Plouffe. There's there is a a subtitle for Robinson Cano booing controversy. I'm gonna add Trevor Plouffe participation controversy. Was considered. <laughs> was was cons- considered. Was, turned it down. Oh shit. <laughs> I wish I was a better baseball player. Trust me, I would have loved hey, to be. That's everyone on this podcast. Yeah, all yeah, of us could probably the- say the same thing. <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about? You got you literally played in the major leagues and made billions of dollars, like. I yeah. come on, Trevor. You would have liked our so we we did a podcast with these fellows at winter meetings and we were off the rails the whole time. Like not even oh. not even a cute podcast. Like we're off the rails. Like no, it was <laughs> like oh boy. Like can it's like can unlistenable. We, can we air this to other people? Because I I don't think they'd want to listen to this. We got into each other's like scouting reports when we played baseball. And we're like <laughs> we're the biggest losers on the planet. But I think I can spin this now. Um, Jake mentioned he played D three ball. Um, Jordan mentioned he had a player. Do you want to guess at what the scouting reports would be on Jake and Jordan? If not, I get it. But, uh, Jake is such a slime ball. I want you to guess. Jake hostility. I don't even really understand the question. What position okay. do you have? Jake? Oh, I, do we already give that away? Yeah, me neither. Give, give me quick position. Do you well, have, yeah, wait, wait, position? Should, let me, Jake, let me send you, I'm going to send you my, I'm going to send you my perfect game profile. Nice. Please oh. do. So you're Jake, a pitcher, he's, obviously. He's a sidewinder, which side Jake Storielli also right. hates sidewinder. I don't know Drive how tall, I don't know how tall you are. How tall are you? Six, two. Yeah. So you're just no, an I'm average. Five eleven. My, my scouting report on you is you're an average white righty. And that's what every, if you have that guy on the mound, you're licking your chops. Wow. Sidewinder. That's what we would say. AWR baby, let's go facts. get it. Time to hit. AWR. <laughs> Dude. Give me those give me feel, the white righties all the time. But that was all of your twins teammates. Do you feel I, bad? Trust me, dude. 
that, you guys probably loved the 2010, uh, uh, 2011, 12, 13 twins because we were horrible. You guys oh, yeah. like bad baseball. You won more games than I thought you could have, but. Yes, know. we yes we were a pitch to contact team in the era where every single other team was. Let's miss some bats. We didn't yeah. believe in that. <laughs> I was at third base, terrified for my life. Lucky you, a lot. I was gonna say <laughs> that really worked out well for for the infielder there. Trev, Jake, did you, did, Jake, did you get what I sent you? Yes, I did. I, I have your profile, and it's um. Real quick, Trev, is AWR a real uh, acronym that gets used by baseball yeah. players? Yes. That's awesome. Who did you first? Rack, who did you first hear say that? I don't know. You just, you, you, especially here in the minor leagues, because you know, an average white righty, they're going to be around the plate and have control, and like you f- feel a lot better than when you have, you know, some average other Dominican righty. Now we're in trouble. They, I mean, there's guys that they don't know where the ball's going. The average white righties usually did, and I, and so average means height like regular delivery and then like you throw 88 to 92 mm-hmm. oh, okay that's what that <clears throat> means mm. twin space if you're tall baby. you're not an average white ready if you throw hard you're not an average white ready if you a submarine guy you're not an average white ready it has to do with height skin stuff. color and, and honestly your stuff like i'm still adjusting to jose barrios like when he came up i was like holy shit what is this twins pitcher doing? This is not, this is not what I signed up for when I became a Twins fan. This is crazy. Where's yeah, I love where's, him, and people come at me, and I'm like, this guy's an ace, and they're like, no, he's not. I'm like, I think he really is. Oh, I love Rios. Yeah, he could really be. He's gonna get better too. All right, sure. and we have a Jake scouting report for Jake, yeah, and also <clears throat> Jake, uh, Cespedes, Jake, not Jumbo Jake. Wow. We sell Jake sucks hats, which I'm sure you've seen. Oh, Trev's wearing one. So many people named Jake buy this hat. <laughs> like every day I see an order come through and I see, oh, who bought it? And then it's a guy named Jake. And it makes me <laughs> laugh every time. Like, like there's so many Jakes wearing Jake sucks hats. <laughs> I might get one now. It's Full crazy. price. Yeah. It's a movement. Pitches anyway. from low. Pitches from low three-quarter slot. Whippy arm action in the Ooh. back. Loose arm projects for more velocity. Kind of true. Is this last line, one out of seven sliders showed solid shape? <laughs> what? One to seven. That's on the clock. Oh, it's on the clock. Okay. It's listed <laughs> as a fraction, and I was that'd like, that's hard. That'd be one so funny. One to like... seven? Are you lefty? One to seven. Oh. One to seven. I guess I'm pulling down. No, that would be lefty. That makes no sense. That makes no sense. Are you seven? And that's, to and that's one? from the pitcher's perspective. That's yeah, from the pitcher's makes... perspective. Yes, but oh, okay. this is perfect game, so you can't trust their reports at all. <laughs> no, one to seven. So from before. from if you're watching like the the regular feed, you know, that's a slider. Yeah, that's a nice slider, Jake. Thank it's you. Nice I appreciate slider. that. Do you, can you read the last line though? I don't want to. Uh, excellent student. <laughs> oh! Excellent student. AKA, I could, I could have told you that. Baseball. That's what they didn't have that on. They didn't have that on Mike Trout's page. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> no. oh, excellent student. at baseball. Well, thank you guys for hanging out with us, and congrats on the new show and uh, everything that's going on. Can that's I? Awesome. Can I say one thing before we go? 
Yeah. Please. Um, you guys are now part of the ringer yep. who I've seen Eddie Vedder go on the pods there. And if you guys don't have Eddie Vedder on your podcast within the next calendar year, I'm going to consider the whole thing a disappointment. So no pressure. Wow. Challenge accepted. No pressure. Challenge accepted. Wow. Didn't you meet Eddie Vedder, Trev? It's not about me. We're not talking okay. about me right now. <laughs> Sounds like it's about you. <laughs> Sounds like it's about you. And if Sounds you do like have him on, I freaking love that guy. If you get him on, ask him if he remembers when he met Trevor Plouffe. I will. He will. Or just what he remembers about Trevor Plouffe. Oh, look. Let me get it. He's going to yeah, be like, is that Josh Willingham? It's an Eddie Vedder sign. <laughs> He's going to be like, he was almost in the 2012 Home Run Derby. Have I smoked yeah, a cigarette it. with Eddie Vedder in a Kansas City hotel? Maybe. Maybe. Wow. But yes, again, not about Trevor. It's not about Trevor. Great it's story. about Eddie. About Eddie. Great story. All right. We'll let you guys go. Thanks for uh, Thank you. coming on Thank and you talking both. with us. Educating us in D3 in Dominican baseball. Appreciate it. Oh, of you. course. And there you have it. The Trevor Plouffe steroids allegations are put to rest. They're con- are they confirmed? I guess I don't. I don't yeah, know. it's confirmed that you did grow. I know. I told you I was the cleanest guy in baseball, or I was, and now I'm just found out. I've during this episode we learned that I took steroids and I am a spy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's. But uh, do you think I really could get suspended from baseball? And I think that'd be great. It's like a really. We should probably talk about that. I don't know. I gotta find some obscure rule to break. Yeah. Should I bet on baseball? Yes. Yeah, there you go. Bet on a game and see if like what the. Dude, I gotta. I I haven't bet on a game. I've never bet on baseball, but like now, like obviously I can. But I'm not officially retired. I know what's the rule. Can't. Fuck. I'm That's pretty tough, interested. Man. Yeah. I, I don't really want to get banned for life from like a sport that I'm covering. So that's probably a bad idea. But if yeah. it was like 50 games, I could take that. Yeah. The ban for life stuff is tough. I'm going to go over the rules and, and try to break something minor and see if I can Probably get wouldn't be banned from life, right? It's because you're not banning on a game you're in and you could show that you could show like your one gambling ticket. I don't know, I don't know man. We'll I'm very interested to see it. if there's a rule that you can break that even though you're not on an active roster or belong to any club, but you're not officially retired that they could like punish you in a way. Very interested. Let's, let's just keep this on the DL. Anybody listening to this, don't be spilling this news out. Cause we gotta, yeah. it's gotta be like a surprise. No, the talking baseball listeners are very, very kind. They won't share anything yeah. that we say. Tweet at the Cespedes guys. Tell them, uh, thank you. Hope they learned something from the baseball podcast. Gods. Um, yeah, they had the they had the second best baseball podcast in the land, according to our personal our bias metrics. Bias well, metrics. Kloof well. did steroids, five stars. I take that review. <laughs> five stars, baby. Five stars, baby. Uh, see you guys.